When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. Hey, this is Stacy and Megan, and we are back with our bi-monthly What We're Cooking and Eating Now episodes. These episodes are meant to be bite-sized digests of what we're cooking and eating in our homes and what we're feeding our families in real freaking time. On our listener survey, they are the by far and away the most popular episode. Yeah. Like people don't give any other. They're like, how we feed is great. Or like, I like this specific freezer one. But like repeatedly, it's like what we're cooking and eating now, what we're cooking and eating now, what we're cooking. It's like this long list, hundreds of entries. So uh, I think people love it because we share six meal ideas that you can turn into your own meal plan for next week. We share specific links to the recipes in our free community where you can get even more dinner ideas in our weekly meal planning thread too. And if that's not already enough, we have a new meal plan coming to our supporting membership soon. So check out both the free discussion board to get this week's links. Those links of recipes that we mentioned in these what we're cooking and eating now recipes will always be in the free section of our community, but you do have to sign up for it. And then when you go to dinigestfeedyou.com backslash community, you can also check out the details on our supporting membership in case you're interested in bonus goodies like two extra episodes a month or that meal plan that we're going to be launching soon. So check it out. That's dinigestfeedyou.com backslash community community <laughs> i don't know why i said community at first <laughs> community then i was like oh no that's a url they really need to know what the word is and not be like yes, oh what do. did she say just Good community recovery. people backslash Good community recovery <laughs> okay <laughs> so megan what's up what's been on your family's table this week tell me oh, i want to know MG. everything Feel like this the theme is sloppy joes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Uh, it's been a weird. It's a been a weird week, challenging week of feeding my family. My eleven year old is especially hard. But let me talk you through the one win of the week, which is an Instagram recipe. I'll share the link to the Instagram. But I feel like you could get the concept. It is a Big Mac sloppy joe. So not a sloppy joe where you make like a like a tomato based sauce. Mm -hmm. Instead you do like ground beef, you break it up really finely and season it with there's an onion in it. There's also pickles in it and pickle juice and then you add like garlic and onion powder to it as well and serve it on a toasted bun with shredded lettuce. Is the meat mixture a little dry? It isn't. And here's why. Because you also make special sauce to go on the burger. And we just ended up like tossing the special sauce on the beef. So it'd be easier to eat. Got it. But do you think the original intention, it sounds like a Big Mac, but that the beef is crumbled and seasoned. Yeah, which I, there's like this whole genre of 
crumbled beef sandwiches that include sloppy joes, but also just like very Midwestern. Like it's literally called like a loose meat sandwich. And I used ground chuck because it was like a little bit cheaper, but chuck also has like a lot of fat incorporated into it. So it wasn't dry versus like if you're going to use ground sirloin, which has a heartier beef flavor, but is a little bit drier, I probably would have added either like more pickle juice or some beef broth or a little bit of fat in the form of butter or olive oil. But here it worked with just the chuck and then the other little bits and bobs that you okay. add to the meat. So it's just enough moisture to like keep it together, but it doesn't have a sauce. It's not cooked in a sauce. Yeah, it's not cooked in a sauce like a sloppy joe. Mm-hmm. In fact, we could argue that it shouldn't be called <laughs> a Big Mac sloppy joe. It should be called like a Big Mac loose, loose meat. meat. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I wonder if like subconsciously that's where I was going in my head. I was like, let's get this yes. technically down. But yes. Yes. Who cares? It sounds delicious. Was it? It was a win. That's how we started, right? Yes, it was a win. I was worried because Ella is such a burger lover in yes. general to be like, here's a burger sloppy joe. In fact, like when I went to her room to get her for dinner and she was like, what are we having? She was like, Ugh. Okay, I guess I'll try it. I also, can I tell you how much I hate? I think I must have shared this on social at one point. Like, Oliver asked me what's for dinner as he's coming yes. down the stairs. I'm like, you're about to see. Like, don't, no more labor on me. Like, I don't want to answer your question <laughs> when you're literally about to see it. I feel like it's a preemptive, like, I'm going to disregard what you made for dinner. Like whatever Mm. it is, I'm going to have beef with because it's not actually what I wanted. That's funny. That's what I I mean, at least for Ella, I Mm -hmm. feel like that's what it is. But she ended up really liking it. We actually all really liked it. Emmett, who's like not really a burger guy and he doesn't like cheese on his burger. So he didn't have the added layer of like the special sauce mixed in. Yeah. And then I melted the cheese on the other three. So he didn't have the cheese to like help it stay together. But I was really surprised that he like just smashed it. He was like, this is so good. I'm into this. Yeah. Pickles, onions and all. And I was like, okay. I bet my family would love this. Four out of four is like, that's like a big win. And I just did um, frozen French fries Mm -hmm. in the oven, like while everything else was cooking. And it was really fun weeknight. I love it. Fun and easy weeknight meal. I also need to add, because was it on Slack that Samantha was our producer was asking us about like special sauce or maybe it was on Instagram. It was, we had all these like side. I think it might actually, there might be a thread in the community too, because Samantha was asking specifically about like burger sauce and she had tried one. Maybe that's right. And didn't think it was very good. And I said that the like burger sauce from the fast food burger, I don't know, special sauce from the fast food fried chicken sandwich that's in winner, winner chicken dinner. That's right. That's right. That's right. Is like my all-time favorite. And instead of following the recipe that the TikToker Instagram lady did, which seemed very basic, I did yours. And nice. it was so good. And Brian was even like, I love this sauce. That's awesome. So yay for my sauce. Um, <laughs> I have a question for you. I want to go back because okay. I, I wonder if other people are thinking the same thing or wondering the same thing. Why did you put the fries in the oven and not the air fryer? Because I still don't have an air fryer that I like. Remember we talked about this, uh, like maybe off recording or maybe we talked about it in December. Okay. I have an air fryer. It's like 
cheap one mm-hmm. from Walmart. It's that like Cook Beautiful by Drew Barrymore. It's very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, it is. Imagine. I've actually been like, oh, should I get that one? Yeah. I know. But I think the fan is broken because it seems to just go and I like have the crux one. Yeah. The crux mm-hmm. that you have on my list. And I don't know. I think I'm, I think my hang up is like, that I want to take all the things that need to go to donations, mm-hmm. to donations, including the air fryer. Yeah. That doesn't work before I buy. It's anyone. like a little treat, but like buy before I buy a new one. So I just use the oven. You know that I do that with bags and shoes. I'm like, I sell, I resell a lot of yeah. my stuff. And then like, this is why I've been thinking about actually sustainable fashion, to be honest. I don't know if, like we're partnering with Armoire. I don't know if that ad will be in this episode or in another episode. But anyway, if you guys listen to all the episodes, because it's true, like I'm getting to the point where like with all my stuff, I'm like, I have to resell or give away. And like that whole process, even though you feel good about it, like you need, I don't know, like I want to do that less and have less. And so I totally feel you on the air fryer. But at the same time, I really need you to get a good air fryer that you love. I feel invested in it. I don't know why. I know. And I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of things. So I don't know. Okay. That's like a whole mental health roadblock. And we just, this is not that episode. Okay, fine, fine, fine. This is not that episode. So Big Mac Sloppy Joe's adding to my list. You're going to share the recipe. Yes. What else? Uh, Or the Instagram. Okay. Then, so remember the whole like thing of... In the last what we're cooking now, I made enchiladas because Ella had had them at a friend's house and they were so good. And then I did the grave error of like, I made enchiladas, but like different, like I made like an enchilada casserole. And instead of doing ground beef and beans, like I had done last time, I was trying to use up some chicken. So I did a chicken enchilada casserole Mm -hmm. and literally the same thing. I went to get Ella from her room where she was working on homework in the hallway, she's like, what's for dinner? And I said, oh, I made enchiladas. She said, same as last time. I said, I tried something a little different this time. And she said, I'm just going to have a bowl of cereal. <gasps> without even trying it? Yes, without even trying it. And Emmett cruised through the kitchen as I was making bowls. And he's like, oh, my God, that looks disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> But he ate, Brian ate, I ate. So like we can, I consider that like three out of four. I still consider a win. And I think Ella might eat them again in the future, but lesson learned there of like, okay, if there's a thing that she likes and I'm trying to glom onto it, I need to just make it the same way. Yeah. We don't know that she didn't like it because she didn't even try it. Right. Yes. Got it. But she was turned off by the idea of it. And so I don't know. Okay. I don't Green know what sauce went or wrong red there. sauce? Talk to us real quick about it. Red sauce. I'll share. I'll share a link to it because it's like a real simple recipe. Okay. It's ch- like a chicken enchilada casserole, enchilada lasagna. Sometimes what it's called. It's layered instead of rolled. It's supposed to be like faster to build. Yeah. But actually, like by the time you're like cutting the tortillas to fit in the the round thing and the square thing and like layering it. I'm like, I don't actually know if this saved any time. Yeah. And it's a recipe that I used to make like a lot in my early twenties. Like when I was like single or just had my like chefy boyfriend who I had before Brian. And I loved it so much then. And I, I don't know that I love it again. Just FYI. I think all the components are great, 
Maybe my taste has changed, but we'll share the recipe. You know, I have a weird thing about enchiladas where if I'm making chicken, I want green sauce or Mm. like chipotle sauce. I don't like Mm. regular red enchilada sauce paired with chicken. Okay. It like just doesn't hit right for me. It's very specific. It is, and isn't but it weird? That's, that's why I'm sharing st- it. Maybe that's what Ella, what Ella's roadblock like was. Like that red sauce to me is like beef. Yes. Or like okay. smoky goes with chicken for me. But anyway, so maybe I'm feeling Ella. I mean, I would have given it a shot because you know I'll eat enchiladas any which way. But yes. anyway, okay. What else? Uh, last one, and I'll try to be succinct because it's not really that exciting, but highly satisfying. Ooh. A reminder that you can have big potatoes for dinner. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I really like, and we'll link to Sheila Prakash's jacket potato recipe on the kitchen, which is just like, instead of baking them at like a kind of a high heat for a short time, you do like 350 and bake them for like 90 minutes and they get like super crispy, crispy on the outside and super fluffy on the inside. And we served them with broccoli and cheese and then like a little bit of chili that was in the freezer. Okay. like a, I had made a Mississippi pot roast in December and turned the leftovers into chili and so we just i just pulled that out the kid neither of the kids had chili on their baked potatoes but it was i don't know it was just like they still eat a whole potato they have broccoli they have cheese feels balanced feels like hearty for a cold february rainy day okay can you tell us how did you prep the broccoli before you put it on like did you steam it was it from frozen was it fresh i was doing my frozen thing the frozen the frozen frozen yeah it wasn't really roast because I was like doing it in the same oven as the baked potatoes baking at their like mm-hmm. 375. So it wasn't like fully roasted as crispy, but I was just taking advantage of like everything being hands off. Where did we talk about the frozen broccoli? Oh, in our grocery swaps yeah. episode. Yes. Basically, just you steam, you put it in the oven. Raw is not the right term. Naked's not the right term without <laughs> anything on it. Yeah. It's frozen. You put it on the sheet pan, nothing on it. You let it go for like 10, 15 minutes, and then you add olive oil and seasoning and let it go for another like five five to eight minutes until it starts to get crispy and brown. But like the idea is you drive off all the moisture. So it was like good crispy broccoli with the baked potato and cheese. It was very good. Sounds good. All right. That sounds like a good week. Twenty twenty four is the year we're focused on finally reducing dinner time overwhelm at Didn't I Just Feed You? And that means making grocery shopping easier and more cost effective, especially when it comes to the foods we all tend to spend the most on, like meat. Enter Butcherbox, where you can count on incredible deals on premium cuts. At Butcherbox, you can choose a curated box or customize your order of one hundred percent grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork raised crate free, and wild caught seafood to stock your fridge with all the proteins you need for the week, month, or even the year at prices that are hard to come by at the grocery store. That's all your protein shopped for in one shot at great prices delivered to your door with free shipping. Just one change, switching over to ButcherBox, and you guarantee yourself fewer trips to the grocery store and savings that are hard to find at the supermarket. Dinnertime overwhelm be gone. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, you get $20 off your first order. 
Sign up today at butcherbox.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y and use the code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You, to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share Home Threads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to homethreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for dinner and I just feed you, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. Home Threads, love where you live. That's homethreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. This episode is brought to you with support from Whole Foods. As a resident Greek girl, I am a sucker for Mediterranean flavors and want you to taste the Mediterranean too. Go to Whole Foods Market now and save on regionally inspired products through March 19th. Find sales on animal welfare certified meat, including boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, ground lamb, and more. Save on whole bronzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. And stock up on Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and if you're over 21, wines from Spain, Greece, and Italy. Grab your ingredients and experiment with family-friendly Mediterranean cuisine today. Think Greek-style ground lamb pitas, lemony oven-roasted chicken, or bronzino, or instant pot short ribs braised in wine. All simple and delicious. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Yes, I said the theme of the week is sloppy joes. Yeah, so I'm gonna because start with I mine. saw that it was also on your list. It was. What and, else are you cooking? And this you week? know that because I texted you one night and I was like, "Hey, any good sloppy joe recipes?" You're like, "Yeah, mine on Kitchen.com." <laughs> <laughs> so that worked out perfectly. Yeah. I was like, "Great, I trust you. I'm gonna do that." So your recipe on Kitchen, I think, is for like super fast sloppy joes or something like that, and it lived up to the promise. I think I can't remember now if the recipe called for, I think you call for red pepper and I used mm-hmm. green pepper because that's what I had on hand. I also, I don't really love green pepper in general. Green bell peppers are not my favorite, but there's something about using them in things like picadillo or sloppy joes where I prefer them. They have sort of a brighter flavor that I like in that ground tomato saucy based dishes. But that was it. Otherwise, I just followed it. And it was really great. You call for smoked paprika, which I really like. It had a nice little smoky flavor. And I served that with a side of potato chips and a winter crunch salad. So the winter crunch salad was just, I think, like apple, kale, some shredded Brussels sprouts. I felt like the salad was so nutrient dense <laughs> and goodness that like the potato chips felt like the right <laughs> the right call and required no cooking. So that was a win. Like everybody loved the sloppy joes. And it was great because I made it with two pounds of beef so that I just had some sloppy joe mix left over for lunches for me, which was awesome. I had prepped some quinoa. So sloppy joe mix on quinoa for lunch is delish. It was great. 
You could like top it with shredded cheese or sour cream or whatever you want. It's like a nice little Yum. different version of like a taco bowl, you know, rice would be great yeah. too. I don't know why in my mind I was like, oh, she made extra so she could have like sloppy joes on top of hot dogs. Because oh that my was like God, totally sounds so good. summer Stacy energy yes. and like not where you're at right now. No. But I don't know. That's where my mind went. Okay. I love that. I love the quinoa. Also, because like quinoa has like a similar size texture. Yeah. So I feel like that would be like very satisfying to eat. Yeah. Like in the winter, it was all like it was. I mean, this is so not appealing, but it was like a warm bowl of mush, like in a good way. <laughs> like a flavorful, hearty, you know what I mean? It was so yummy. I mean, that's what like chili is yeah. and like cream of broccoli soup. Like warm bowl of mush is broadly appealing, I think. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very, I liked it. And that's a great meal. Like that came together fast. Like prepping the salad took more time than anything else. I mean, the potato yeah. chips were like a real stroke of genius, if I do say so myself about my own idea. <laughs> I never serve potato chips with dinner. Like I would have normally done like French fries or something else that needed cooking. Yeah. And so it really cut down on cooking. And for the winter crunch salad, I used pre-shredded Brussels sprouts. That's been like a go-to for me for salads, adding them to salads lately. I'll buy regular Brussels sprouts to like air fry or roast, but the pre-shredded, I've just been adding to like salads left and right, and it's really fun. Yeah. And also, if you wanted to use them for a weeknight saute, that would be really yeah, fast. totally. I too. think we had a, I shared a recipe, maybe on my social, I know I've shared it at Didn't I Just Feed You, a Brussels sprouts pasta. I made like, I have this back pocket meal that's just like a lemony, creamy pasta that comes together in like literally 15 minutes. And it's a really shredded, pre-shredded Brussels sprouts are a great thing to add to that too. Next, I just made, you know, I went to Mexico City fairly recently and just delicious stewed or grilled fatty, flavorful meat and fresh tortillas is like what I realized is like my, that's soul food for me. Like I just want meat and little tortillas all the time. <laughs> so there's a place right by my house that makes amazing fresh tortillas. So I just grabbed a bunch and I threw a pork shoulder into the Instant Pot with a bay leaf, some lime juice, some grapefruit juice, a little bit of orange juice, uh, some like a whole bunch of crushed garlic. And I just let it cook. It's some version of carnitas, but it just like shredded pork. And I had a lot of leftover for my like quinoa bowls and salads for lunchtime too. But that was it. Pork shoulder, fresh tortillas. And then I just sliced up avocados. I quick pickled some red onions, uh, some pico de gallo, store-bought, and made a big salad with that as well. So that was another meal Yum. this week. I don't have a recipe for that one. I'll find like an instant pot carnitas that approximates okay. it. Okay. Can we write up a recipe? Because I think I did the exact same thing over the winter break, but like just did it in the oven. And I feel like between the two of us, we could give oven baked or oven braised directions and instant yes. directions. Oh my gosh. I love that. And that idea. would be so useful. I like when I did it, I was like, oh, carnitas are wonderful. And like, we can make a million things. Tostadas, like you did with tortillas. We, you could make them into sandwiches like there's so much so so i think so that would much. be a good resource mike will like reheat it in a little nonstick pan and then scramble eggs in it for the morning oh my like god we I use that yeah we use the port leftover yeah. pork shoulder all the time it works with pork shoulder or pork butt and you know i think 
is your understanding also that carnitas is slow cooked pork that is then continues to cook in its own rendered fat? Yes. So it's a very forgiving idea. It can be done, like you said, in the Instant Pot, in the oven, and then you can flavor it all different ways, like bay leaf, oregano, uh, citrus juices, or you can just like cover it with water, honestly, and salt, you know, yeah. and some uh, a little beer clothes. sometimes yep. is what I've seen. Yeah. There's so many ways. So I love that idea. Okay. The last thing I made was so easy and I did not think it would be a win. It was just getting sustenance on the table and everybody loved it. New York Times has a recipe for Thai-inspired meatball soup. The meatballs are very easy to make, and yet I did not make them. <laughs> so okay, good. I was like, oh, okay. no, nope, did not Stacey make them. Just said easy, and then she's like, Thai meatball soup. Did not like, make them. Oh, is this going to be like me and my fry bread taco night? No, nope, it is not. So it's four steps. Step one and two are entirely about the meatballs skip them. I had Trader Joe's meatballs. I found, I can't remember now exactly offhand, but it was a neutral chicken meatball. Like it wasn't flavored for any particular yes. cuisine. You know what? I would be careful about using a meatball that is very specifically created for in an Italian style. You know, if it has like a whole lot of oregano or like Parmesan, I'm just not sure it will go well. This was like a neutral, plain chicken meatball that I had in my freezer. And then literally all you have to do is take <laughs> chicken broth, coconut milk, add a little pinch of sugar, I think maybe a little dash of fish sauce, throw the frozen meatballs in there, add spinach and lime juice at the end. It was so dead easy. I'm going to be completely honest. It was a win. Okay. I did like it. Okay. For me, I was like, ah, these Trader Joe's meatballs are very mid. And like, I think next time I want to make the meatballs myself, I think that would make this six times better. But not just the kids. Mike, too, were like, that was delicious. Like, please make it again. They weren't just like, that was good. They were like, please make this again. Oh gosh! Okay, so, are you gonna? I guess are you gonna run into if you make the meatballs? It's like me and the enchiladas. Yes, on your yes leg. <laughs> totally. You're gonna be like that is. It's not the same. That's what it's like. I'm gonna like make it harder or make it what I think is better, and it's not the same. Like they want the TJ's chicken meatballs in that like very simple broth. Okay, why? Like why would I Listen. fight it? Right. I know sometimes Mike listens to Didn't I Just Feed You, but we're just not, you can't say anything. We're, you're going to make the meatballs from scratch, like low key, maybe even freeze them, okay. do it on the weekend, <laughs> and then report back to us. Were you okay. able to do the soup again without them okay. noticing but for that those you people who don't upgraded the meatballs? <laughs> but listen, for those people who don't love to cook, who love those meatballs, like do it. I thought it was great. It literally took 10 minutes. Good. I'm glad I was nervous like that you were going to say it was an easy recipe and then tell us you made meatballs. And so nah. I think it's such a good suggestion and I might put it on my meal plan for next week. I think it's like one of those meals like that you can just, you're talking about broth, frozen meatballs, coconut milk, lime juice. And you know, I always have some of that squeezy bottle. Yeah, lime you're juice. not even squeezing a lot. That's right. That's right. <laughs> like these are all things you can just have on hand. It's like a Hail Mary meal, you know? I think okay. it's a really good one for everybody to have. I love it. I love it so much. What a great 
we, I said, what a great week of meals you had. My, as you can hear, we're so, so, but you can find all the links. I mean, it was a midweek for me. That one recipe, the big job, the big Mac sloppy Joe's was the winnest winningest meal of the week. And I was like on Monday, Hey, you can get links for all the recipes mentioned here by visiting our free community. If you haven't joined there yet, why not join for free at didn't I just feed you.com backslash community, not community. And if you want bonus episodes and other goodies, join our supporting community. And follow us on Instagram. If you aren't already, why not? We are at Didn't I Just Feed You. Keep in touch by signing up for our newsletter. A huge thank you to our producer, Samantha Gatsik. I am Stacy. And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well-fed, friends. 